Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. <laughs> oh man, that's like that 3 a.m. host, right? Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I couldn't do it. I was trying to flip the energy, mm-hmm. flipping it around. Last time my voice cracked and uh, yeah, that was cool. We had a Well, we had a run of like you being really, really, really excited and then the, the voice crack. The twelve-year-old voice crack. Um, it was like the, the, the vibe. It was like the Thanos finger snap, dude. Mm-hmm. It happened in the and then now everybody is just like this. Mm, I don't know. Killed half. I know you're not, but people listen who enjoy actual films. That's not true. It is true because you're watching garbage. You're wasting your time with garbage. How? What do you? How do I'll you know give I'm you watching? Mandalorian, but I'm. I don't care whatever film it is that you wanted to talk about today. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> what is it? What is this film you wanted to talk about? Well, I don't know. I just, I watched Milan. Oh, I did not watch that. Why are you wasting your time with that? Because it looked good. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Nah, I heard it was not good. It's uh, it's it's weird because I don't know. It's just because of my nostalgia with the original, like Disney anime. Mm-hmm. That so then my it's hard for me to hate anything, like really hate anything Mulan because I oh, like okay. I like the you Disney. like it that much? No, I don't oh. like love it, love it. It's just like it's nostalgic. So okay. can you really hate anything that's necessarily nostalgic? Can you really hate something that's nostalgic? Did and you le- see live action Aladdin? That was bad. Okay, that Aladdin's was so like bad. One of my to, favorites. That was so bad. I had to turn it off. Aladdin's like one of my favorites. Okay, f- fair enough. You you proved my point wrong. <laughs> but Mulan wasn't Aladdin bad. Okay. What about Lion King? Not as good as Lion King. You thought Lion King was better than Mulan. Mm-hmm. Lion King is just literally the animation reanimated to look real. Which was fine. Yeah, okay. I prefer that. Okay. Don't, you don't have to switch stuff up. Even same jokes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm f- totally fine with okay. that. Okay. I that... think I'm okay with that too. But then I would just rather watch the cartoon version. Mm, I liked the I don't know. I liked the the it kind of brought it into modern day. Mm, okay, modern day. There were a few um it's modern art. There's there are a few there there were a few jokes that you would have to like that were more time appropriate oh yeah yeah yeah. i think so. which too. i think just modernized it enough well billy eichner cool. was timon mm-hmm. i love billy eichner yeah so i enjoyed that part and, 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 and seth, seth rogan, rogan was yeah. pumbaa that was pretty good yeah that's pretty good that was the best part of the whole movie i wasn't a huge fan of uh john oliver as um zazu zazu yeah <laughs> snap I mean, your fingers dude I, mean, it's okay. I got it nala zazu scar dude uh, what's his name? The original Scar. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is that actor's name? He pl- he played um, in Justice League in the Batman. He played uh, Alfred, okay. and then he, he's in the um, the new uh, Watchmen. Mm. Oh, he's just so good. I love that actor. He was the villain in Die Hard. I think Die Hard three. Oh, what is his gosh, name? I think I've watched that movie one time. Die Hard 3 is amazing. With Samuel L. Jackson? I'm not saying it's not. I just never really got in. I'm not a, hu- a huge Die Hard fan. Well, 
Maybe you should pause on like the Disney freaking remakes and watch Die Hard. Jeremy Iron, Iron, Irons. Oh yeah, Jeremy Irons is a good actor. He's so what good. Are you, what's your thoughts on um, <laughs> on Beauty and the Beast then? Since we're doing all the on what on Beauty on the Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson. Oh, so Beauty and the Beast. I love that movie. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, and I think I don't mind it because like. Jen hates it because she does not think Emma Watson is good. Oh. At all. Okay. She's like, she's terrible. She sucks in this movie. Uh, I can look past it because I I like the, you know, you have the, um, everybody's turned into like household items. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of fun to see in a live action movie, those household items be alive. Mm Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's corny, but yeah. that, I think that's why I enjoyed it. Uh, the Beast... Eh. The Beast would look too handsome when he returned back to a human. Everybody knows that he's the ugliest prince in the Disney lore in animation. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I'm not... I couldn't i haven't seen enough of the animation recently to be able to power oh, rank dude. the hotness of animated princes but you sound like you're an expert on this oh, so dude, go I for it i'm pretty sure it's a thing when when he All turns right, power back everybody's like whoa wait what i mean better than the beast though right like at least no i think the beast is more handsome than the prince oh wow <laughs> i'm not sure though dude um what did you think of it I liked it. Kylie and I went and saw it in the theaters when it first came I think out. I we, did were, too. we were really excited about it. That was that's the only no that and Jungle Book are the two live action remakes that mm. we we went and saw in the theaters. Um, the first time I watched it, loved it. Tried watching it a second time once it came once it came out on video, okay. and I fell asleep in the middle of it. I mean, yeah, is that a thing? Is it just boring? It's just it honestly, the second viewing was just boring. It was just kind of boring. Um, I, I didn't really. I mean, Gaston. I I don't remember him being such a big. Oh part no, in the maybe anime, this prince is uh, just as ugly. <laughs> I'm watching the live action reveal, and maybe 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 they did it right. I think they were. Yeah, no, he's not a. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not a what, Jake? He's he's just he. Well, he's no Prince Charming. Okay, okay, he's no Prince Charming. <laughs> uh. They haven't done a cin. I'm surprised Disney hasn't done a Cinderella live act. I mean, they have, dude. Well, okay, but it's they not, have. They have, but it's not in this current iteration of remakes. Remakes. Um, it's like wasn't it like Enchanted or something like? No, no, they've done a Cinderella, dude. It was the one with the guy from Game of Th- like Game of Thrones played the prince. It was a. It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. That one wasn't bad. Okay, this is the reveal of the. The prince that was the beast. Well, they went, they got the tattered shirt right and the long hair. Right, right. I think they're definitely trying to go with a French look. Although that guy doesn't look French. <laughs> Dude, he's a weirdo. He's weird looking. Bell loves him, so beauty's in the eye of the beholder is what we're trying to learn here from Beauty Dude. and the Beast. <laughs> I mean, she, he was a handsome beast. I'll just say that. Dude, there was literally a Cinderella live action movie. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know there is, but I can't remember the name of it. And it's oh, not, and it's not bad. It's not Cinderella, is it? Um, I don't know. Maybe not. It looks like there's a Cinderella 2021 20, with Camelia Cabello. Oh, really? I really? guess, but I don't think it's Disney. Oh, well, then how do they get the rights to it? 
Disney doesn't own the rights to Cinderella, dude. See, here's Cinderella. Disney. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. You did? Yeah. Was it good? It was good. Oh, I didn't see that. It's good. You should watch it. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Well, since I've seen every other good movie, I'll take the time to watch but this. You're at, but you are questioning Milan. Yeah. So let's get back to Milan. Okay. I watched it. Okay. I think... I don't know if they did this on purpose. Okay. They had to have. They had to have. Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Otherwise it's just bad. Was there a dragon? There was not a dragon. There was a phoenix. Oh, okay. Did it talk? No. <laughs> Whatever. They didn't even play the music. Oh, my like, God. Like, there wasn't any singing. Are you serious? Yeah, there was no singing. There was no music. You can hear the, like, in the backgrounds, like yeah. a symphony playing, I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. But there's no, like, or when does oh. my or when does my reflection show? Like, you can hear the instrumental. That might be Playing okay. it in the background. Okay. But there isn't, uh, there isn't. You know, she doesn't break. The main character doesn't break out in song. Mm. Um, okay. The the few things that it does well mm-hmm. is I think it the fight scenes are incredible. Oh, they okay. do a really good job with the fight scenes. I think. Okay. Um, I think they do a really good job of showing like really codified strict gender roles. Mm-hmm. And making that really appear well on the screen. Okay. And uh, what they don't do well is the acting. Oh, okay. The acting's pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they try to like steer into the really like low budget Chinese action flicks of like the eighties. Oh. And okay. I, th- I think they steer into that on purpose because right. this is a very Chinese film. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in China mm-hmm. with Chinese actors. Mm-hmm. But there's this one point where, like, the emperor, she's trying to rex- rescue the emperor at the end. And he was like, and she loses her sword and she's fighting, like, the main bad guy. And the emperor, like, says to her, he's like, stand up and fight like the phoenix. Like, your family. Yeah. And then I'm like, he's like, really sounding like a like really corny. Oh, like, it's a moment where it's like, oh, this is just corny. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it comes across as really corny, but, like, every time. Like somebody with authority tries to speak, it it's almost like you're expecting the words to come out and then the mouth move. Oh no! Like it's that type of delivery, <laughs> right? Um, with high. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That old film style, the old um, uh, intentional uh, just present pres- uh, presentation of of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's that kind of. It's, Does it like cut to his face, like f- perfect in the frame? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they stirred into that on purpose. Okay. They had to have, yeah. right? Like it's not not something. It's stylistic. It is stylistic. It's not something you like you do by act. I don't think it's something you right, do by accident. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, that maybe it played really well in the Chinese audiences. Oh, okay. Yeah, but interesting. But and and we're not used to that style in the That'd United States. That'd be interesting States. to look up, like how um, how well it did in China. Yeah, I think it did really well because one, it didn't get censored. Because uh, Disney had to make a whole lot of uh, capitulations of the Chinese government to get that movie even made and played in China. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which is which gets <coughs> to another topic about John Cena. Um, it was the second most watched movie in China um, 
in 2020 mm. at the time. Okay. At 7.5 out of 10 in 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 like a China on like a Chinese rating mm. review. Um estimated 198 million. Uh so 28.8 million. Um interesting. But then there's articles about like why they hated it. So, who knows? Oh, that China didn't like it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, people in China. Didn't what were you like talking it? about John Cena? Well, did you see that he apologized? Oh, everybody's apologizing. I know. Everybody. To China. Did, not just to China. Uh, what's his name? Is apologizing to Israel. Hulk. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. What's his name? Hulk Hogan? No, the actor who <laughs> plays the Hulk. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, well, not Eric Bana. No. The, um, Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Um, I, I don't know what he said, but he apologized to Israel. Uh, but yeah, I did see John Cena called Taiwan a country, yeah. and then China got pissed. And China got pissed, and then he like spoke on in the video. He spoke not bad Mandarin. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I think he's practiced it. I think I think I remember him in some roles actually speaking it. But anyways, really? oh, okay. so he apologized. He apologized in Mandarin to China to China um, about of like offending them, dude. We're all going to be Chinese. And that's my point, <laughs> is that I find it whatever. Like He wants to apologize so his movies can be made in China. Right. His... In the same thing with LeBron and the NBA, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's all sorts... Because like if China shut... If China shuts you... Shuts your movie out... Yeah. You're losing hundreds of millions. You're, you're losing hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to me that it's, it's crazy to me because it, that is like one of the biggest clues into the actual relative power dynamic between the United States and China Yeah, is that Chinese, like American actors are so worried about, uh, Chinese audience, Chinese audience and the, and the amount of money that they bring in that they're willing to go, go to cower links to, yeah. to cower to them and the only thing is it freedom was, isn't free dude what's interesting to me right <laughs> is that you didn't see this you didn't see at least i have never come across american filmmakers mm-hmm. hollywood in general mm-hmm. clamoring and bending over backwards to get into the soviet block right during the cold war yeah they were always the portrayed as the villains. Exactly. That there era. was there was like if you didn't if you made a movie that seemed soft on Russia, yeah. it, you you got banned in your own country. Yes. That's what I'm thinking is how is it not the reverse? How are people not like just dumping on these people for cowering to China? Everybody knows that there's a conflict or is aware that there is some sort of conflict between the United States and China, thanks to our great and powerful leader, President Trump. And you will see those Trumpsters be like, F China, F China, F China. But then how are you not in the same breath chastising these people for bowing to China? I think they are. I mean, are they? I mean, they go after LeBron. I mean, that's because he's black, dude. True. (laughs) I haven't looked at the Fox Airways to see what they're saying about John Cena. Dude, how do you not dump on that? Well, they they dump on the NBA, yeah, I mean, I mean they they just jump on the NBA in general because it's an easy target for their base because they don't like 
athletes using their. I'm not excusing the NBA and I'm not excusing LeBron because we all know how critical I have been of LeBron and his situation with China. But I am considering maybe a massive difference in business decisions between an entire league of sports and a film. Do you get what I'm saying? So John Cena, as an actor apologizing to China, might hurt the release of Fast and Furious 25 Mm -hmm. and how well that does in China, opposed to the NBA and literally half of their revenue coming from China. Because it is popular in China. Mm -hmm. It is That is a huge revenue stream coming from China consistently. So I would... And I'm not, I'm not, I am not excusing the NBA because I will, I'm the most critical of those people of doing that. But I'm saying I can see, to me, it doesn't make sense. As, that's what I'm getting, getting at. To me, it, I get why the NBA does it. I see as a business decision why they do it. And I, you can make the same argument for John Cena. But in, the, but in contrast to what I'm saying, I don't get how as an individual you say, I'm going to bow to this nation. As a corporation and a business decision, I get it. They manipulate stocks. They do all that crap all the time to make sure that people make money. But as an individual, I can't see how it's going to hurt you that much. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the the maybe the Chinese influence in American filmmaking is just as damning as it can be for the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how. I don't see how. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, I find it interesting that they they use it. China is using its threat of censorship, mm-hmm. not because I think they're legitimately offended. Right. I don't it's think. A power I don't. Move. It's a power move, and that is what's concerning. They want the global narrative to be that Taiwan isn't a country. Right. That human rights violations against uh, ethnic minorities isn't happening, mm-hmm. and that their exploitative, um, their exploitative foreign policy isn't bad. Right. So they're doing everything they can to get people who have platforms in the United States mm-hmm. to keep shutting up about it. So that way, there isn't this growing. Everybody in the everybody in the Soviet Union, everybody in the United States knew what the threat of the Soviet Union was. Everybody's a, was terrified of communism, mm-hmm. right? Right. I don't think the the American populace views China as a legitimate threat, and yet they're the they are, and I believe as equal of a threat as, as the, the Soviet Union, were. just in terms of their economic capabilities influence and influence so what's the difference i think the difference is is that china has done a pretty good job of controlling its perception around the world i want to know who's going to john cena and going up up, 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 whoa whoa whoa, dude you can't say taiwan's a country (laughs) like i'm gonna go out on a limb right now and i'm gonna here's my hot take taiwan's a country Mm. (laughs) nice it's stupid dude but come after, come at me, China. But you also don't have a movie 
Um, but have a pretty critical podcast. That's true. Radio show that influences. The closest parallel I can find was is pre. Um, Nazi expansion in Europe. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Did you go and look for like similarities? Well, kind of. Oh, okay. okay. So prior to the world knowing, well, it really we didn't the the world didn't know about concentration camps really until mm-hmm. they started liberating Nazi controlled territory mm-hmm. after you know during and after World War Two. Um, but prior to German expansion on the continent. Germany was an economic powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Germans loved films. They had oh, a lot of disposable yes, income, yes. and Hitler loved movies himself. Yes. But in, in order for American filmmakers mm-hmm. during the Great Depression who were who needed their films to be played, a lot of them had to capitulate to yeah. German type censorship. Yeah. You had to pro- you had to project the Third Reich in a certain way. You had to have this. Mm. You had to have qu- certain quotas of stuff met in order to have yourself played in Germany. And American filmmakers and a lot a lot of them capitulated to that mm-hmm. i think that is the that's a but good at the time we didn't comparison. know what germany was and actually hitler in a lot of ways was being pumped up Man by year. by a lot of people in the united states and mm-hmm. england and um so i i feel like china is benefiting from having from not having that uh that fo- that negative focus on them right now, and they're doing everything they can to can, to make sure that the vision or or the I guess the perception, uh, the perception thank yeah. you, of China remains at least neutral in the United States. Right, dude, that's scary because we know that there's human rights violations, and uh, your comparison to the Nazis, and I'm not saying. I mean, we do see this drive for expansion from China. I'm just saying, like the the biggest, the three biggest threats since the turn of the 20th century yeah. were Nazi Germ to the United States were Imperial Japan slash Nazi Germany during World War II, mm-hmm. um, Soviet Russia, and now Communist China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, what's going on behind those doors that we don't know? Conspiracy theory time. Um, <laughs> I keep hearing this conspiracy <clears throat> that the COVID-19 was created in Wuhan mm-hmm. in a lab in a lab and released as a test from China to see how as a minor like sickness, illness virus to see how the world reacts and behaves to a pandemic and that the overall goal is to eventually have something more deadly. We're, okay. I'm just saying, people are talking, dude. People are talking. They are talking. Talking about people. Yeah. I hear them whisper. Dude. They don't believe it. And Biden just announced freaking the intelligence agencies are going to start start investigating the origin of the freaking virus. They've already. No, he's just saying to continue to do it Mm because they were already investigating Mm -hmm. it under Trump. But it is interesting that uh, Biden, um, because I shit on Trump 
for doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shit on. No, you are not. I'm going to shit on Biden for doing it. <sighs> Why? Because. Because it was created in China. It wasn't created in China. It originated in China. But it's far different being from being created. It was created in a Chinese lab It was created in like some pig or bat or something. Why are these doctors who are speaking out and trying to tell the truth disappearing? Where? In China. Where? Where is this? In 2009. What year is it? 2020. In 2020, they were, there were doctors coming out and speaking out against the virus. And like what was actually happening in Wuhan disappeared. There was like the main guy who whistle blew and then he. Blew What's he whistle blowing on? That China was trying to keep it under wraps from getting out and the Is deadliness that all of they're it. Keeping under wraps, and then he died from COVID. Died from COVID. I mean, he Just like, like live streamed his death. That's like that. Those people involved with the Clintons who committed suicide, but was shot, and the gun was found like four miles away. What? Yeah, dude, it's all conspiracy. You can get out of Dude, here. Dude, they're going to find out that it was created in that no, lab. No, oh, it's going to it be so good. If that happens, you can never speak ill of aliens and UFOs Arse, ever again. Fine. I will take that <laughs> back. But our scientists have looked at the RNA of this, yeah. of this disease. U.S. And scientists? It, yes. I don't trust and them. And have determined that it wasn't created in a lab. They're in bed with China because they know if they speak ill of China, they'll lose some sort of funding or something. Okay. When, <laughs> when have you ever seen scientists worried? Who knows, dude? Why are NBA players scared of China? Why is John well, Cena scared of China? Because they're worried about money. So are scientists. Oh, not as much. <laughs> dude, it is scary, this Chinese influence. It's freaking... It's, it's, it's very worrisome for me. And I'm sure for you. But I'm just being in general, it's worrisome. But, yeah, so when I'm watching... <laughs> that's that's how unfun I am to watch movies with. Because oh, I'm yeah, watching yeah. a kids movie about uh, a fictional Chinese hero. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh? What, I wonder what you're this falling says asleep about while you're watching it. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what this says about the U.S. China U.S. Sino relations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Then we but, then you got to phone a friend. Do you call Matt? No. Oh, you got to pick his brain. Matt Glendening? No, Matt, Matt Reeves. Reeves, dude, our Chinese expert. Him and I have been, him and I have, do we text back and forth every once in a while? Mm-hmm. I, t- I talked to him a bit this week. Um, you also watched Mandalorian. I did. Season two. Yes. I finished, I did. did you, you watched the first one, I'm assuming. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, second season better than the first. Way better. Way better. Mm-hmm. Acting significantly better. Mm-hmm. They only had, they only brought in the corny, like one of the corny characters. Who? Uh, the lady on Mos Eisley, like the where he parks his ship. Uh huh. Oh, and she's like there to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she isn't she like uh from like Mad TV or something. I think so. Yeah. She's bad. She's I liked her. Really? Yeah, I like that little bit of corniness and acting in it. I don't no, know why. Oh no, no, I like it. That's so di- that's so Disney. Yeah. Disney and for rocks, the, and for the She's most, Jar Jar Binks of, and for the most part, uh-huh. season two was able to like insulate itself from the campiness of Disney. Okay, I felt okay. Other than the fact that there is legitimately zero consequences in almost any Star Wars movie, uh-huh. because nobody's actually dead. Boba Fett is supposedly actually isn't dead, right? Even though we all fall, saw him get eaten. Well, I think it's canon that he got out. 
Is it canon? Yeah. Did they write? Did Lucas write the, that canon, or oh, did Disney write that? It was canon? in the books, dude. I think. Was it in the books? That yeah. He got out. Yes, I think so. Okay. Well, then I will. Because I think most people were like, "Oh yeah, he gets out." Like I think most people expected it because there had been canon or lore or I don't know even know if it was in the like Clone Wars. No, that was after the Clone Wars. Um, I don't know. At some point in other material, it was revealed that he had got out. Okay. So I, think, I mean, it makes sense because Ves- Veskar armor mm-hmm. should be able to protect him from mm-hmm. going down inside there. Yeah. Okay. If he's a badass bounty hunter and that's how he goes, stop it. Mm-hmm. But then you have uh, Darth Maul who gets cut in half and he comes back. Yeah. In the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But he that uses was... the force to put himself back together, hold himself back together. and then. But heal. that was Disney, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if clone wars was owned by disney at that point okay yeah star wars so um and i'm not saying that do we see darth maul at any point no we don't no but that's what i'm but doesn't in clone wars doesn't maul get defeated by his brother obi-wan i think in clone wars he gets beat by his brother oh really yeah okay I need to watch Clone Wars. So I just know a little bit of it because Clay has like talked to me about it, but I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Darth Maul gets cut in half, comes back. Then the uh, Emperor takes under the new apprentice is Darth Maul's brother, mm. and then Darth Maul has to fight his brother. And then I think they both die or something. I can't remember exactly what happens, yeah. but something along those lines. And then it ultimately leads to Anakin becoming the... Apprentice nerds. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Mandalorian. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, loved it. The I ending mean, was. A, are we was... are we going spoilers on this one because it's been long enough? Okay. Yeah, okay. Spoilers. When I saw that, when they're like they're the the dark troopers, which it's stupid that the dark troopers are droids now. Okay. Because I I just I after I finished Mandalorian last mm-hmm. night, I wouldn't watch Rogue One. Okay. Um. Again, for like the third, fourth time. Dude, what time did you go to bed? And it was like two. Jesus. Um, the. Yeah. No wonder you. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, but the dark troopers in Rogue One. Yeah. Are like humans, mm. and like they talk about like the dark troopers going to droids at this point, because like the the last weakness of the dark trooper was the human inside the suit. Right. But I don't know. I just felt like it was cheesy. That it was like I'm watching super battle droids from the Clone Wars. Yeah, but you had to have because of who saves them. You had to have a threat that was non-human. That was that they couldn't beat. Mm-hmm. What True. happens? What happens, dude? When you see that X-wing rolling <laughs> up, and I'm like, oh shit! But what's interesting is like, did Luke have nothing to do with the New Republic? I can't remember. I mean, it, it, once you get into that conversation, you're getting into the new films that are mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah. So as far as we know from the new films, he basically focused on rebuilding the Jedi and starting a Jedi school and then immediately abandoned that when his when he saw some darkness in his nephew. Mm-hmm. But didn't Ahso- but Ahsoka Tano saw the same darkness in, in Grogu. Yeah. But you're telling me Luke, Luke took him? Luke couldn't see that himself maybe we don't know what happens to grogu maybe luke killed him he tried to kill ben true god ron johnson (laughs) (sighs) ryan johnson ryan johnson ron johnson is a is politician i think i (laughs) I think so yeah ryan johnson ruined everything yeah dude 
everything up until uh, The Force Awakens is amazing. Force Awakens isn't even that bad. It's literally just a remake of the first one. But as a film and introduction to characters, it's kind of fun. And and, and it sh- you can see where... What's his name? That one director. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. You can see how J.J. is kind of laying the foundation of some some great storytelling that never happens. <laughs> and then J.J. came back and tried to fix Ryan Johnson's shit. But it still was just... Because you get into Ryan Johnson's film and it's like weird dude when when uh uh ray falls into that cave and like like mirrors herself a billion times and like sees all these mm-hmm. illusions never explained never explained it's the that series sucks it's bad yeah it but, is so bad but so in this creation of mandalorian you have that's post this star wars trilogy the new one so what are we supposed to assume that Luke does with Krogu? Like, what happens? Does he become a Jedi? Does he... What happens? You know? I don't know. But I love that they brought in Ahsoka. Me too. Um, and her white sabers. That was a fun episode. Yeah. The nice thing about The Mandalorian is that each kind of... In- each episode in itself is is a really cool contained story. People compare that a lot to, like, comic books. Mm-hmm. They, that's why they appreciate this show. Yeah, and it is very, it is actually very comic. It is very comic booky. Yeah, uh, I like that they brought. I don't know what happened of the the three. I like that they talked about the um, the politics behind Mandalore, um, mm. and the different facts factions within Mandal within mm-hmm. the Mandalore with the within the Mandalorians. Right, different um, beliefs and different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking that was cool. taking like trying to take back the dark saber and actually talking about a bit of the origin around the dark mm-hmm. saber. Um, that's really cool. I wish they would have gone more into Ahsoka Tano being a gray Jedi who left the Jedi Order. Mm. Um, so it's... I mean, yeah. It's hard. It's a different point, right? So after this... What is this timeline? This is after Luke defeats the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Jedi are st- Jedi are gone at this point except for Luke. So, and, the, and the few that remain, apparently. Right, right. Or Force users. Yeah. Ahsoka's not a... You can be a Force user and not be Sith or Jedi. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's, it's such, I think it's a good story in space, too. It, in the same way that um, Rogue One was just... Uh, it was outside of the uh, Skywalker drama, mm-hmm. but it was still in the same universe, same canon right in the same sense that this is it's still very much a part of that story but it's outside of the skywalker drama but then you get to throw in little bits of things that we recognize from the skywalker stories Mm -hmm. and it's a way to introduce some of the deeper canon that yeah yeah yeah. the main films can't yeah like you would have no idea that luke had a pad like uh anakin had a pad one from the original from the prequels right 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 um that's all Clone Wars. Because as far as like as far as I like rewatching uh, Clone Wars and um, uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. I would have thought that Anakin was still Obi Wan's Padawan, but he was a a master. He was a master Jedi yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Dude, uh, Obi Wan show is coming. Oh, I can't wait with you and McGregor. I know it's gonna be so awesome. But when yeah, when Luke lights up the green and oh, yeah, like. Yeah. 
like this little clip at the end of Rogue One where you actually Vader. get to see Vader mm-hmm. go ham. It was so cool to be able to see Luke actually showing his power. His power. Yeah, because you don't see it. I mean, he's old man Luke, and his the 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 extent of the power that we see in the new trilogy is he he projects himself in some place that he's not Mm -hmm. you know across the universe on a planet that he's not cool yeah (laughs) in this scene we get to see him just fuck shit up mm -hmm. crush things and lightsaber and 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 then i wouldn't i wouldn't watch watched rogue one yeah and that movie is so good it's so good it's the best star wars movie outside of attack of the uh the empire uh, and tackle the empire no empire strikes, empire back. strikes back yeah i'm all over the place but it's the best movie yeah after empire yeah and because there's what both those two movies have in common is legit consequences yeah yeah empire ends on a bummer note mm-hmm. han's gone luke's hands cut off he's like everybody's everywhere nobody's together and it's like where do we go from here in the same way that rogue one everybody dies yeah. and you're like oh Okay. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, like majority of like, like they talk about blues, like because at the in New Hope they they have Red Squadron and Gold Squadron, mm-hmm. Gold Squadron being the bombers and Red Squadron being the attack mm-hmm. attack X wings. Like, but they mention a Blue Squadron yeah. which died on uh on that planet because yes. they all they all before a New Hope they mm-hmm. all sacrificed themselves to get into the in into the shield, right. So, I don't know. It's, it's a good movie. There's it's, so it's much good. that there's so much good on that. Um, anyway, sorry about the nerd talk. Dude, on nerd Star Wars. so hard on Star, Star Wars. Wars. Um, so, I do I so so to get into some uh, other things. I mean, I know you have things you want to talk about. But one thing I wanted to talk about real quick is I started I I just was messing around on um on Instagram, I like meme blasting uh, you guys, and you know, uh, I I send a bunch of funny memes to Alex, and then Jen always sends me memes, and we're just always meme trading, right? I love it because it's fun to do. So I was looking for different pages too. Like I found one page that was a bunch of memes that I thought were funny, so I started like swiping through others you might like. Dude, I came across this page, and it bummed me out because. It bummed me out because it's it's just sad. But then I'm like, do I really care that much? Um, the pages on Instagram, it's Portland looks like shit. Hmm. And I sent you a clip from it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just, dude, it is. And, and maybe it's hard to swallow because it's a concentrated space of all the terrible things that are happening in Portland right now. But. And maybe, maybe that's what it, the the point is, right? It's supposed to get a reaction out of like, look how shitty this town. is. It's literally called Portland. Looks like shit. So it's 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 designed to make you react or, or feel a certain way. And that, I think that intention is that like there is no good in Portland anymore. Like it's just a gross city. Dude, the video, the the content on there is like people like shooting up on the corners, like on the street corners, and like like all these homeless camps on fire all the time and like people like like it's just it's gross dude garbage everywhere and i don't i'm wondering like is it real obviously it's real we drive by it you dude the video i sent you is highlighting uh what's it called delta park delta park and it's just gross and it's just like it just bums me out dude like 
we always try to we always try to approach this topic of homelessness with a sense of like understanding or compassion, right? Mm-hmm. But dude, I mean, people standing like literally just shooting up on the sidewalks. I just it's such a bummer. Like how I watch these and I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? I don't know. You talk to like talk Matt and stories about social down at the social security building yeah. in downtown Portland. Yeah. People like because they have like uh, blacked out windows. Yeah. So you can see out, but people can't see yeah. in. So they don't think people you can, see, can them. see them. Yeah. People just drop in their pants and shitting right on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. There's videos of like a guy like in his apartment just like filming just straight right below his apartment, a, a tent. The tent windows open and the, he's just shooting up in his tent. Guy just standing on a street corner just smoking crack. Like, how did that city get to this point? It's I, I'm just like I I don't know. That that day that we were driving, we kind of drove through Portland and Cheyenne was pointing out how all these hipsters look like Jake. Um <laughs> you, I just there's so much like just graffiti everywhere. And boarded up buildings, and I don't know. I I know I sound like every everyone that is talking about Portland these days, but it's just I think it's really starting to bum me out. And it's not because because look, dude, I live in the greatest state in the union now, <laughs> and I love Vancouver and I love living here. But there is this. It's not maybe it is nostalgia, but there is this still this love rooted in me of the city of Portland the Portland Trailblazers, like all of that is all combined going, you know, trips downtown and walking downtown and exploring the city and looking at Portlandia. And like, these are all things I did as a kid. And I always think would be fun to do with my own kid. But now it's like, if I'm going to try to highlight a city that's trashed, it's not, it's not going to have the same effect, (laughs) which I can totally do with Vancouver. Vancouver is beautiful and, and it's a great place to live and I love it very much. But I just don't. And, and I know I don't have the answer in me. And I'm sure you don't have the answer, but I want to know how the fuck that city got there. I think and it. It happened relatively quickly. Quick, dude. You could see. I remember a few years just really starting to like it just from people starting talking about like, yo, like there's a lot of tents starting to pop up. Like what's going on to boom. They're everywhere, mm-hmm. literally creating boats and rowing down the Columbia Slough. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Needles everywhere. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I found a needle like, on the sidewalk. And I like I, I was with my, you know, we were playing around the neighborhood and it was on like the on 122nd. And I was like, stop, everyone stop. I was like, you, go get my mom. You, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, you know, I just, because my mom uh, worked for the health department, mm-hmm. Multnomah County Health Department, and so she always, like, explained, like, if you ever find one of these, do not touch it. They're very dangerous. So, like, I just knew what to do, and I just, like, like we took care of it. My mom came over. She was a nurse, like, uh, not a nurse, but a medical worker at the time, you know, took care of it, disposed of it properly, whatever, right? But... Now these videos just show like piles of needles on the sidewalk. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like points where you can't even walk down the sidewalk. And there's just needles and trash and, oh, 
Don't flip through that page, dude. I sent it to you. It's depressing. Yeah, and then and then I and you couple that with the the destruction of an entire year of protests. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, like what's the I answer? Don't, I don't know where you where we institution man. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what right the answer is. Yeah, it's rough. Um, I don't know. Check out the page. Portland looks like shit. If you want to bum yourself out. Um, you know, my drivers, they're out there. They're telling me like, dude, I drove to Portland today. Oof. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what everybody says. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why everybody's saying that. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, I drive through the like the Rose Quarter mm-hmm. every Sunday going to football. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That area doesn't look bad. I don't think so either. I was driving over there when I wouldn't watch you play. Mm-hmm. And like the convention center, all of that. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, after at night, I guess it's really bad. Yeah. I had a friend um, <laughs> who went to the Burgerville uh-huh. right there yeah. on, on MLK. Yeah. And he said, like, there's people shooting up in the bathrooms in there yeah. and, and stuff. So like, I don't know. I dude. That's, everybody that's wants everybody core, everybody dude. wants to blame the mayors and every, like the mayor and everything on that. And that's, oh, I mean, that's, the mayor, the mayor, and uh, what's her name are tagged on every post. Really? Yeah. It, there's only so much one person can do, and I know he's the executive yeah. of the city. But yeah, then what do we do if these institutions are are the answer? What do we do? What do they do? How do we solve it? I'm not. I'm not asking you to answer, but I'm saying like if this is something that we believe in. Well, they can't. Then who do we hold accountable? What do we develop to to answer these questions? Well, I think it's a lot of it's going to have to come down to. I think a lot of it has going to have to come down to funding. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And and but I think at the same time, I think the, the onus is on. I think people are willing to, would be willing. I think that for the most part, most rational people would be willing to pay to try to solve this issue. Mm-hmm. But I think the mistrust is mm. not trusting Wheeler or the Brown. people in power mm-hmm. currently to use those funds, one, like in an efficient manner. Mm-hmm. Because anytime the costs of these things come out, it's astronomical. It's like, right. how would it, there's no way that what we're seeing right now should cost that amount of money. Right. Why is planning costing millions of dollars? Yeah. Just to have like roundtable get together discussions and that's caused like the planning of some of these things costs more than the product and they never get off the ground it's just like you spent millions of dollars on planning something that never even got off the ground and i so i think the onus is going to have to be on like one the coming up with common sense efficient Mm solution like efficient solutions right um and then also on the tax on the on the voters to be like we need to address this. Yeah. Right? And we have to we have to pass levies, increase taxes to help pay for this. Right. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a combined effort between both the voters and the people in power. And look, I'm not trying to sound like Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> where she's like, well, the problem is I have to drive down the road and look at homeless people. That's not the problem. What I'm trying to understand. Is this this where is that pinnacle moment where we see nothing like this to everything like this? Where there's, you know, uh, there's a massive difference in the way the city looks all around 
today from when it did three, four years ago. Yeah. Well, What's last, the difference? Well, I don't know. Well, last weekend, um, we lost internet. The entire Delta Park complex lost internet because mm-hmm. one of those RV, those broken down RVs that mm-hmm. just get parked all around uh, Delta Park mm-hmm. and the surrounding areas, they just get parked on the side of the road and then they become a, a camp and right. just, the streets are lined with them. Mm-hmm. One of them went up in flames and took out the Comcast like tower. Tower. Yeah, and we thought we were going to be be out with we were going we thought we were going to be out of internet out of internet for days, uh-huh. and thankfully we got it back in just a matter of hours because wow. it took down Amazon. It took down the because Amazon uh, has a distribution center right there in Delta Park now, yeah. so you know as it, when Amazon got got disrupted, phone, yeah. some phone calls yep. were made, and it's like hurry get up and up. get your shit yeah. up. Yeah, wow, Amazon's another scary thing. Just like China, I just want to put that out there. They just bought MGM Studios, which has the rights and owns uh, Handmaid's Tale, mm. which is one of my favorite shows of all time. And as we've discussed multiple times, I don't know why you keep watching Prime content, but it's not great. And I worry about the influence that Amazon might have on Handmaid's Tale. I don't know. They also own Washington Post, and I haven't mm. noticed a major decrease in the quality of reporting yeah. from the Washington Post. Okay. Maybe it's just slow incremental change. Maybe. <laughs> or Amazon Prime just has hired the wrong people to right their shows. to manage their their television show. Also, one thing okay, so my Because next... there's a few that are good. The Boys are good. The Boys is a good show. The Boys is good. The Boys is good. I haven't watched too much of it. I kind of stopped in like season 1 or something, but Oh, you should finish season 1. It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Um okay. One thing I was thinking about, I got an email, um, and at the bottom, it was talking about the history of Mount Hood, hmm. and I was like, that's interesting. Like the geologic history of Mount Hood? Just, or I'll like, get there. Okay. Just some history about Mount Hood. I was like, whoa, weird. So then I started looking into Mount Hood, and I started looking into the name of Mount Hood, hmm. and then I started, I read and found an article about um, Denali. In Alaska, which was attempted to be called McKinley, mm-hmm. um, but because of just the people in the region, it never really, people never really referred to it as McKinley. Like nationally, people would call it McKinley, but the locals and everybody in Alaska called it Denali. So there was an executive order that changed it back to Denali. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, I think that happened in like 2015, there was a suggestion of ref- calling Mount Hood Waist, which is the original native name for Mount Hood. Mm. And I am a hundred percent on board for that. Okay. Why? Because why are we just coming here and just white whitewashing everything when when there were already names for it, it just makes sense to me to call it what it's been called for. But no, but the the argument was is that the majority of the people around it no and in, in Denali no. like around Denali didn't call it Denali. Okay, but the mountain call is not called Mount Hood. It no, a mountain is called whatever the people call it. Yeah, right. And, and the for dominant, hundreds and, and of the, years, it prior to settlers, it was called Waiyis. But the dominant culture around us right oh, now called and so refers it dominant, as dominant. Dominance establishes no, you power. Know, you know what I'm talking. 
shut up. You know what I'm when I'm using the word dominant. You know what context oh, I'm using. Okay. So you're so you're arguing for fine, white I'll, power. I'll use I'll use simpler fifth grade language. The majority of the people around Mount Hood call it Mount Hood. But why? Why? Why is the reason it should change? Because that why. Wait, I'm not making the argument that it should change. I know you, you are. Not. I'm saying why the answer to why we call it is the reason that it should change back. No. Yes. I know. I don't agree. White people just come in and go, hey, we're going to call this this now. That's fucked up. Plus, Weiss is way tighter than Mount Hood. I don't agree. I like Mount Hood. No, it's stupid. I spent a lot of time on Mount Hood. The, the, no, 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 no. It's okay. In that case, then, like, keep. Washington Redskins and all that shit? Oh, no. no Why no, not? No, no, because no. you're a fan That's and you're a... familiar with Mount Hood? No. There's a huge... There's a huge difference... I don't think ...between so. a derogatory term... Mount Hood is derogatory. No, it is not. It's... Mount Hood is named after the guy that, like, the, the guy that floated up, like, that came up to Columbia and saw it and then said... No. He was named after a, a, a Revolutionary War captain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. There's also a British explorer named Hood. I'd no reference. Why East? I'm changing it. Okay, you can refer to it as Why I'm East. Going and to nobody forever. around you is going to know what the hell you're talking and about. And you know what? And that's a teaching moment. Okay. And you're going to be really annoying to people at parties. I don't give a shit. I don't go to parties. I, and... hmm, I was on Why East the other day. And people are like, oh, where's Why East? Oh, you know, it's the mountain uh, kind of just east, east? of... Yeah. Uh, um, just You're kinda... mocking native culture right now. Are you going to call it Y East River then? What? You're going to change the name of a town, Hood River? No, that's different. It got its name from Mount Hood. That's different. We have native towns. We have. I mean, that's okay. What you're arguing is like the whole region. Okay, I get what you're saying. Slippery slope, but <laughs> like Portland, you're not going to call it. You know, there was a valley. There were all these names. Native names. You don't change. You know, this is Portland. I, I get what you're saying. But no. No, it, it's the same concept, and it doesn't make any sense to change it. It does make sense to change Why did they change it in Alaska? Because the people around it, even even up until 2015, were yeah. still calling it Denali. So why don't we just create a movement where we all call it Waist? You go ahead and do that. <laughs> you're just sticking by it because now you have a newfound love for the mountain, and you just want to call no, it Mount I, Hood. No, it's, even it, if I, that your affinity for okay, it is what the was exact Mount same. Saint, what was Mount St. Helens? What was Mount Rainier called? It's, Mount, it's on there. You want me to tell Baker, you? I'll, I'll tell you your list right now. Hold on, I have sisters. all that history. There's all that history. They all had native names. I'm sure they did. And we just come in and say, "Hey, white people own this now." Yeah, that's what we did. That's fucked up. It. You're it, arguing that that's the right white right way to hold things. White way to hold to do things. No, I'm not saying what happened. It sounds what, like you're advocating for white power. Look, we can't <laughs> change the we can't change the past. Movement of humans uh-huh. have ha- has happened regardless. It wasn't just white people that have come over and taken over territory. Okay. What happened afterwards is the main is like the main issue, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't coexist. We dominated, and we took over, and we didn't. And then the the treaties and stuff that we made with the native, we reneged on, and we treated them. We basically treated them like second class citizens. Right. That is the problem. I. I I don't know this this whole topic of like unless you were what we have 
So if you were, unless you were the first human on some on in Africa, like you don't have claim to any of it, then right? If we're gonna go that far back, yeah. Unless you were the first human, yeah, in Central Africa, yes. You Continue. don't. How how are we gonna call anything anything at this point? Because there has been so much movement. And Mount Hood is a cult is now a cultural name of the dominant culture of the people that live here. Uh, uh, Mount St. Helens native names were Lewitt and Luwalaklaw, which meant Smoky Mountain. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, we don't they're, care they're about names. A, well, no, there's still St. Helens is easier there's still to a say. Lewitt, there's a Lewitt Point. Change it on Mount St. Helens. Change it to St. Helens Point. That's a dominant name. No, Why are we even no, calling it Lewitt? Because when you drive up to Johnson's Ridge, there's literally Lewitt Ridge right there. Change it. There's Lewitt Point. What does it look at? Mount. It looks like the crater. Yeah. that's No, it's Mount St. Helens. It's not Lewitt. So change it to Mount St. Helens no, Point. No, Lewitt Point on Mount St. Helens. No, I don't buy it. I, it's just, no, I, I, it's, they're culturally significant names. And I just, I changing them... I just I don't I don't agree with it. But if it got changed, whatever you would be, you'd cry, you'd fight it. Hey, you would I, protest. I got it. I got one for you. I okay. got one for you. Okay, Rose Garden Moda Moda Center. Yeah, exactly. We call it the Rose Garden. We go back and we call it Y East. We call it Lewitt. You're making my point. No, I'm fine with calling it Moda Center. Of course you are. You're sick. You're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick, dude. You're sick. You're just no. following the trend. That's what you're doing. You're just like, wait, who has power? Okay, I'll call it that. That's what you're doing. No, it's a it, no, it's a culturally <laughs> significant name. I keep repeating that as if it's going to mean something it to you. It doesn't mean it, anything. It's, it's literally just bouncing off of you. I'm like if throwing a bouncy ball at a wall right now, and it's just coming right back at me. If we're arguing for culture, would you not say that for some reason, and maybe this is just the history because we're history nerds, but there, I feel like... I feel like there is a, a investment or interest from people in this region in the history of this region. True. What was the original? What was the native name of the Columbia River then? Dude, why are you making me look all this up? I don't know the river. I know the mountains. I, my point is, I'm okay, I'm being <laughs> like my dad right now. But are we going to change the name of the Columbia? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Are we being are are we like I I ask a question that I don't know the answer yes. to just to try to prove a point. Yes. I know exactly yeah, what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, right I now. love it. Uh, are we going to change the name of the Columbia River? We should. Why not? I just think Weiss is a far more. It just sounds better than Mount Hood. I disagree. <laughs> I like Mount Hood. I do like Mount Hood too. But then when I heard Weiss, I was like, whoa. That's way cooler. And there's historical roots there. And there's actual fucking story, like Native American story to it, opposed to just like, hey, we should call that. What's your last name? We should call that Mount Hood. True. The, the, <laughs> the origin to which the name arisen is is not as cool. Okay. I'll give you that. Hold, hold on. Let me finish right, this go, point. Go, go, go. The, but because it is Mount Hood, that name has lived within the greater northwest culture for so long it is mount hood now who has the longer Just history like rose garden is to you right before the rose garden it was i mean the building it was coliseum 
Not the uh, yeah, Portland Coliseum, the Memorial. The Memorial. That's Coliseum. a different building, and we still call it the Coliseum. Okay, fair enough. That wasn't a good point. You're you're just you're slipping here, dude. You better find your footing before I <laughs> throw my haymaker. <laughs> All right, what do you got? No, I just wanted to read uh, this history that I found. Um, Weiss is the original name for Mount Hood, given by the Multnomah tribe of the of Native Americans who first inhabited the area. It comes from a legend in which two sons of the great spirit Sahal or Sahale uh, fell in love with the with the beautiful maiden Lewitt who could not decide which son to choose. The two young men, Wyeast and Klickitat, battled uh, viciously over Lewitt, leaving a trail of destruction in their wake. Sahale, greatly displeased by this, became enraged and smote all three lovers, erecting mountain peaks to mark the place that each fell. Sahale created Mount St. Helens for Lewitt, Mount Hood for Wyeast, and Mount Adams for Klickitat. Hmm. I wish call you know what we should call this? We should call this we should call this uh, a joke mountain. <laughs> I would love to have a mountain named after me. But the 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 issue is is dude, nobody's going to call it Y East. I don't think that nobody's gonna call it. I think if there's ever a moment to change it, it's now. Let's cancel Mount Hood. <laughs> okay. I I'm you. You know what? If this one you want to die, you want this to be your crusade. You this go is for my it. crusade, dude. And if it does get changed, yes. to Mount Yeast, you'll call it Yeast. I will call it. I Wyeast. know you will. But it's Mount Hood because the dominant culture. I'm going to create the dominant culture. Nobody's going language. In order for language, you know why it won't change? Even work. money. That's why it won't change. All, replacing all those fucking signs and all those businesses and shit now to like Y East or like this way to Y East or 110 miles to Y East. And nobody knows what you're talking about. No, I'm telling you that to change it from Mount Hood on the signs to Walk Y East. Walk into REI and be like, hey, I'm going up on Y If anybody knows what hey. I'm talking about, it's going to be all, people at REI. No, those are, retail, those are retail salesmen. They don't know shit. <laughs> I'm not talking to the salesman. I'm talking to the nerds buying the same shoes that I'm buying. They'll no, know. No, 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 no. I'm going to take a poll. do not know the, the majority of the people that go hike up on Mount Hood. Most of them are, are just... Dude, if you're going to go hike on Wyeast, no, then you're going to know they, what it's No, they called. go to REI. They spend hundreds of... They For spend poles? Thousands of dollars on poles and brand new Marmot and North Face gear that never gets dirty. They hike one time a year on Mount Hood, and then they put it away for the year. Yeah. And they're not going to know that it's Wyeast. Not now. After say what you mean endorses the change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're putting this on a poll. Okay, we'll put a pin in it for now. Um, but I'm pretty interested in it. I think it's a beautiful name. It's far better than Mount Hood. I'm not disputing that. It's just nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. If it's nobody if you knows say what the hell. And now at this point, nobody will know what the hell I'm talking about about the Rose Garden. There are still people. I mean, yeah, but not if I walk into REI. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so let's let's just switch root gears and end on this: the Arizona audit. We were talking about it this morning. Um, setting videos of uh, you're also a fan of, I guess, um, attack journalism. So defend that. That wasn't attack journalism, dude. You can't just walk up to somebody and be like, "Hey, explain yourself." She wouldn't make herself available. So attack her. That wasn't attacking. Alex Jones does the same thing, and I'm all on board for that. 
I almost found that I will, I'm going to send you the video of Alex Jones attack interviewing. His, I think I sent it to you before. And I wasn't it you who said I don't like that he just bombards the senator like that. Was that you? That was you. Because it was Alex Jones, that was you. Yeah, but the difference between oh, Alex, yeah, the difference between Alex <laughs> Jones and this and See, this and reporter. This, this discussion now that we're talking about supporting or not supporting attack journalism is, is exactly why we should change it to Weist. But go ahead. Okay. I, I, <laughs> all right. Tell me, tell me why you now support attack journalism. I don't support attack journalism. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't attack journalism. I mean, they literally jumped out from behind the bushes and said, tell me about the recount. Tell me about the big lie. Also, I love the marketing and the just everybody, everybody jumping on board of calling it the big lie because it's it's I think it wasn't intentional from like the Trump supporters to call the whole thing the big lie. But now everybody's calling the fact that it was a fraud, a big lie. Like, so you have Fox News calling it the big lie because Trump lost mm-hmm. and that Biden won. But then on, now everybody on the on the opposing side who who believes in the valid election mm-hmm. is calling the big lie. The fact that you guys are saying it was corrupt is the big lie. Sure. I'm a big lie, big liar, according to listeners of that listener of TTR. Yes. I perpetuate the big lie. Yes. But then if I were to talk to a Trump supporter, they would say that I'm also perpetuating the big lie. The big lie. Exactly. That could be a little confusing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so tell me about the big lie. Well, Arizona, Maricopa County specifically, which is the Phoenix area, um, is they're auditing the ballots (laughs) after multiple government audits had already been been done. Mm -hmm. There had been... Several court cases, like where evident, where there was no evidence given to justify further auditing. Yeah, it was signed off in the House of Representatives. It was signed off by the state attorney, like Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. The governor signed off on mm-hmm. it. But yet, somehow, for whatever reason, this the Senate Republicans in the state Senate of mm-hmm. Arizona um, commissioned a private company mm-hmm. called cyber ninja oh who has no experience with elections ballots oh, wow auditing anything like that mm-hmm. no there's absolutely zero they have zero experience with right it. now given access to millions of ballots yeah to now go over and anytime some like anything pops up, it's like, well, we heard that the ballots came from China, so now let's look at the ballots to see if there's traces of bamboo in them, to see if what if there was ballots shipped from. This is how ridiculous this is. They were literally, they are right now in that audit looking at the microfibers of the, the ballot of the paper to see if there's traces of bamboo in them because quote China. In Southeast Asia, use bamboo in their paper. Do they use that much? I have no. I don't think so. Is that so. racist? It's very racist. <laughs> it's very. It's actually super racist. Okay, yeah, because that doesn't seem right. Their paper's different. Okay, let's bring in some pandas, and we're going to feed the ballots to the pandas. And if the pandas eat it, then we know. It, we know that it's bamboo because pandas love bamboo. Oh, okay, China, put a tally down for China ballot. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> 
Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, that's why I'm like, we can't handle this shit with kids' gloves. Yeah. Because the the end of that CNN piece, Mm -hmm. where the two anchors are talking back and forth, basically say, this is setting the precedent. And she even said it herself, the senator said it herself, that she hopes that this becomes the gold standard. Yeah. Anytime you don't like an election, just throw a whole bunch of shit out there and say, prove that I'm wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And and she does that to the interviewer, and she's like, well, if you look at the data and the statistics and the reports from the Trump administration, this was the safest election we've ever had in this country. Wrong. What do you mean wrong? Prove to me that what I'm saying is right. Yes. Yeah. And as a CNN anchor rightfully said, it's the laziest, oldest, into like... um. It's the laziest intellectual argument of yeah, all time. Yeah. It's dishonest. Yeah. I can't believe they're still challenging it, dude. Like, get over it. Well, what's, but they're what, preparing for... They're, they're setting the stage for yeah. 2022, 2024. Yeah. Anytime they lose an election now, fraud. Yeah. And they're going to tie all of the results up in court. So they're doing what they couldn't what they what they they didn't have the infrastructure and the people on board to do it in 2020. Mm-hmm. They're setting it up for future elections. So what happens? Oh, dude, like, because all because now if you think about it, all of the all of the the elections are certified at the local level. Yeah. So you get people in place at the local level who are willing to find what I was the 11,000 votes. What that does is like she's like, you're undermining democracy. And she's like, no, I'm not. But when you get into the 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 nitty gritty of who validates the the results and who 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 is in power of announcing the results or counting the results and all these people who are put in place and you're saying they're all wrong. That is the part where I think you're undermining democracy, Mm -hmm. not the actual voting. When you say you're undermining democracy, this moron in this interview is saying, no, I'm not. You can still vote. No, we're talking about more than that. We're talking about all the people that are elected in these positions to then validate these things that you are saying were wrong. Mm -hmm. That, I think, is the point of undermining the democracy. Yeah. Well, what it. And the hypocrisy of it all is that they're not giving up on this election, right? Even though it's mm-hmm. it's the same thing. They're, the 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 impeachment um, attempts where the Democrats yep. are trying to undo the twenty sixteen election. Yeah. No, they're just trying to hold the president accountable. Mm-hmm. This is legitimately trying to undo. The 2020 election. Why? They're legitimate. That's what it is, right? I know. Yeah, absolutely. Why is there no impeachment trial or movement for Biden? Because he hasn't done it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They they act as if the Democrats have just made up these accusations about Donald Trump. If they can do that and now push towards impeachment, do the same fucking thing to Biden. Go ahead. Do it. Marjorie Taylor Greene tried and went nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then they're turning to this. Mm -hmm. What happens when the Democrats do the same thing? They say that your election is invalid and they start investigating you and they start like if they play the same game, they think they're playing the same game as as the Democrats with the impeachment accusations and um the trial and the what is the word I'm looking for, um, the 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 criminal um, I don't can't think of the term. Mm. There were crimes that were suggested 
to be committed and they wanted to investigate that. This is not the same. This is a complete undermine of democracy. But they think they're playing the same game of like, gotcha, gotcha. But if the Democrats switch to this game, that's scary, dude. Just that is a complete undermine of democracy and our votes don't matter. Well, how many swing states are controlled by Republican state legislatures mm-hmm. that voted for Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Georgia, Arizona. Yeah. And I just feel enough like there's states to switch the Electoral College. Yeah. And I feel like there's more and more like I, I'm seeing a lot of videos of Republicans just like, dude, we what are we doing? And those voices are being silenced. Yeah. And they're going to continue to be so from their party. But uh, there is a little bit of. But removed in primaries. Those people aren't going to. Do you really think Raffensperger? Those, that's an elected position. Yeah. Right. Put somebody. Put this woman. Right. Yeah. In Raffensperger's position. Mm-hmm. Trump calls and says, find me 11,000 votes. Yeah. Find me 11,000 votes, dude. That happened. That's that a was call. Said. That's a call. Yeah. That's and you're going to tell me that the, the Democrats were the ones who were committing fraud? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I cannot believe we're still counting and we're still auditing and we're still doing all this. Like, I, And I, now they have to move out of the Coliseum where they're doing it uh-huh. because there's graduations coming in. <laughs> so they have to go lock up all of the ballots in like a side room of this Coliseum yeah. where thousands of people are going to be coming in for high school graduations. Also, and these ballots are just going to be sitting there. How do we know that this company isn't committing fraud? We, With the well, motivation being, well, of being, being live, paid to being, do so. They're being live streamed oh. by OAN. Oh, that's right. Who controls all the cameras, like she was saying, mm-hmm. and then controls the feed. And yeah, They're not going to find it. Here's the thing. Is they're not going to find anything. Yeah. But they're also not, not going to find anything. That they're arguing. Yeah. So they're going <laughs> to... It's just all it is is continuing to perpetuate... I hate the term of the big lie because of Fafi, but they're going to continue it. All it What's is Fafi? the lady who wrote that letter. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it, it's all it's going to be is continuing to solidify in the mm-hmm. minds of the people that this was a fraudulent election of the people who already think that it is, Yeah. but they need those people angry enough to vote in 2022 and angry enough to vote in 2024. Do you think that anger I is going to sustain? I do think you will see impeachment. Um, uh, if the, if the house, wins oh. if the republicans take the house in 2022 mm-hmm. which is likely mm-hmm. i do think you'll you'll see some sort of impeachment papers wow. filed okay on what who fucking knows who knows dude something to do with burisma or something to do with mm. who he's, knows he's dog biting uh someone in the white house <laughs> okay well that's interesting and terrifying at the same time hopefully not have a good week yeah you too bye Thank you.